N-O-W. Now podcast. Hi everyone. Welcome to our second podcast on the 7th of February 2020. Be sure to follow us at the underscore now underscore club. So today we're going to be talking about Trump, Shamima Begum and cancer. We will mention some other things at the end, but these are the three main topics because we've been given great feedback to look at topics in more detail and have more of a discussion on them. So shall we start off with Trump, Vidya? Yeah, so you've probably heard about the Trump impeachment trial, but yeah. recently we've found the result of it and he's been acquitted by the Senate House. So what does acquittal actually mean then? Um, that they fa- they've all voted that he will not proceed to a trial. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, this, this will affect the election, so I guess the whole of the US is just uncertain. Mm. So what will happen next? Yeah, I think Trump tried to use it as a... Um, a way of like promoting himself with one of his tweets after, but it's kind of hard when he's in that that position. Do you know why it was actually the inquiry actually happened? Yeah, so um, Mr. Trump, there is an allegation that he requested Kiev, which is in Ukraine, um, and that he used, say, his own money to dig up dirt on the Bidens, Mm -hmm. um, his rival. Yeah, so... Upcoming election. When you say rival, as in from the other party? Yeah, from the Democrats. Oh, okay. So Trump's Republican. Yeah. With the upcoming election as well, like, this all shows, like, Trump's popularity in his own party has now grown to, like, 94%. What was it at before, do you know? Compared to, like, 19%. Oh, such a big increase. Yeah, I know. Wow. It's insane. And he's, like, like the second most popular president by his own party. But wasn't there one, um, was it a Republican senator who voted to actually impeach him? Yes, Mitt Romney. So Mitt Romney, um, who's a senator for Utah, was the only Republican senator to cross the aisle and convict Mr. Trump. And I think that's extremely brave, considering no one else would have gone against their own party's leader. Mm-hmm. And Mitt Romney also ran in 2012 against Obama, so he's obviously been in a similar position of running for president. But um, it, the Republicans have a majority in the Senate anyway, so it yeah. wasn't likely that Trump was... No, it wasn't. I don't think anyone yet. was expecting <clears throat> that he was going to go on trial and be impeached. But I just think now that he's going to turn on a negative side onto the Democrats. Do you think Trump will get re-elected or not? I don't know. But I think so. But if he has an optimistic he, person. I hope not. <laughs> I, I don't want that to happen, yeah. but I think given recent political times, like we can't say, like, mm. never say never. And obviously last time, Trump didn't actually win the popular vote. No. So do you think this time he will? It's hard, mm. it's hard to say. So I'd say, what would you judge the factors on? In terms of the current problems, in terms of gun violence, which his party traditionally is against it. Mm-hmm. I think because it is such a pre- prevalent, prevalent prevalent topic, I think people who have been affected by it will be against him. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of law enforcement and black police officers, mm-hmm. all of that. What do you think this will mean for climate change now? I mean, he dropped out of the G seven, G seven, G twenty summit. Oh, the the one in Glasgow. The one in Cop- Paris. Oh yeah, the France one. There's one happening with Boris Johnson soon. Yeah, in Glasgow. that's the uh, Cop twenty six. And he's clearly mentioned like 
you know, he doesn't believe in climate change regardless mm. of science and everything that's but happening Boris around sem- him. But Boris said something along that lines as well, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Moving on to Shamima Begum, who's now lost the first stage of her appeal over her citizenship. So she was obviously a very controversial figure. And some people who I talk to believe that she should have been allowed to come back to the UK because she is actually a UK, well, was a UK citizen. And technically, she did not have Bangladeshi citizenship. No. However, the Home Office felt that they, it was in the best interest and they were in their rights to take away a citizenship. I'll never forget when I was watching, I was watching the news and someone specifically said that you cannot remove... <coughs> A citizenship from someone because that means they do not actually come from anywhere yeah so i don't understand how this has happened to be honest because if she's stripped of her uk citizenship wh- where was she a citizen of? like what is she a citizen of? so i think what the home office tried to argue is that she was Bangladeshi citizen because of her heritage but you can't but, be a citizen without citizenship yeah uh, anyways for people who don't know about shimima begum um she left when she was 15 to join uh, is or islamic that state was in 2015 yeah and now she was found in a syrian refugee camp in february 2019 and she had a child who actually died so the family of shimima begum were trying to appeal to the home office trying to ask for the child to return to the UK, even if Shamima Begum couldn't. Do you think Shamima Begum should have been allowed back? And do you think she should have been stripped of her citizenship? I think she should have been allowed back, just because... I think at the time, it also involved her son. Mm -hmm. And I think they shouldn't have left him, at least the son, high and dry to, like, the life of refugee camp. What do you think about the people who say that she was a terrorist or national security threat? Because obviously she had been with IS for almost five years and she had a husband who was directly linked to IS. But the husband wasn't going to come in. I think the husband was in Holland. But I think obviously, obviously she has very strong links to her husband. Yes, obviously. It's just the case of, had they done enough investigation into this... I mean, surely they have, so why, why would it be a problem to let her in if she didn't actually pose a threat? That's the thing. Did she pose a threat? Because even though she may not have necessarily shot anything or done anything directly, she did help a terrorist regime and therefore probably has information on IS. And she could, it could be argued that she could leak information from the UK course, back there yeah. or could be a link for IS in the UK. And obviously that's something that Yes, but she left at the age of like age of fifteen. I mean, is she still not accountable if she if she left at fifteen? Like you shouldn't take you shouldn't take someone's age as something that would then lead to like innocence. But I think even if you were to strip her of a UK citizenship, it's like you could have let her back in and then kept a lot of surveillance on her. Yeah. But then that would be an extra cost to the UK. I just I just. I just think that they should not have stripped her of a UK citizenship when that is where that is what she is. Like she has a UK citizenship. She's a UK citizen. Mm. You can't just get rid of that. You can't just get rid of that. It just doesn't make sense because you can't just tell someone that they're from somewhere else. Yeah. When they're not. And on that note, we'll move on to the final topic of today: a landmark study that can transform cancer treatment. So I think we all know someone that has been affected or have had cancer in the past. They, for decades now, we've been trying to figure out what cancer is, finding a treatment for it. And now 
it's taken teams in 37 countries more than a decade to figure out what the 99% of the cancer cells were doing. And so I think that's like a massive... It's massive progress, but why is it taking so long? I mean, 99% were missing. That's like, what were we, what were we studying on? If we only knew what like one percent, that's yeah. Just just to explain what this ninety nine percent is, um, they, this is a quote. Um, they said cancer was like a hundred thousand piece jigsaw, and that until today ninety nine percent of the pieces were missing. So what this study is proposing is that we've got a better insight into what cancer actually is. Um, The different types of cancers, and this study should, in theory, enable treatment to be tailored to every specific cancer or tumor. Yeah. Yeah. So previously, it would be a very generic thing and there'd be chemo and there'd be different types of treatment. But they're usually, yeah, but they're usually very generic and try and cover a lot of cancers. And that's why a lot of the time it doesn't work because it is such a a generic um, treatment. Yeah, the cancer treatment, though, it's not obviously it's not bad. It's great. It's good. It's not like more people are dying from it than being treated and being cured it's just now to think that all those pieces were missing and they managed to do that and now to have the full picture that's some insane part of science yeah. i think it's um, a very positive thing to find out and i look forward to hearing about it in the future so i think that's the main topics for today yeah. but we're just gonna give you some other headlines that you might be interested in philip schofield who is known as being the itv presenter has now come out as being gay after 27 years of marriage to his wife, Stephanie Lowe. A doctor who was a whistleblower about the Wuhan coronavirus epidemic has actually died now. That has sparked an unprecedented level of public anger and grief in China. And finally, an ornate pub joins Buckingham Palace as being a grade one listed building. Thank you for listening and... We'll see you next week. week.